Yo, cats in socks, cats in socks. Oh my god, he looks like a fox because he's wearing orange socks. Cats are in orange, well, some of them are. Cats are in orange, cats are in orange. Oh fuck, you can't rhyme shit with an orange. Okay, spill so. I'm a smoker. Fred, I will drink a tater. Want Molly water. So, but my bitches say so. So, then my hate being so. I hate being so. Damn, my hate being so. record so you know what that means it's all real now it's all downhill from here <laughs> it's all serious uh hey welcome to conversations for our grandkids uh my name is seamus and i'm here with my pal adam that's me <laughs> that's it's a pal <laughs> uh how's it going adam i made it through another week last one last yeah. one got a little sketchy huh <laughs> last one got a little rough but hey sometimes it happens sometimes it happens how are you feeling by the way Speaking of. Oh, hey, uh, this is Suicide Watch 2015. Um, update, update <laughs> on Suicide Watch. Uh, not going to kill myself. So, hey, great, great, great news, everybody. All right. Rejoice. <laughs> we did it. For one week, we did it. No, you know what, man? I was just, it, a lot was hitting me at once, and it was just kind of, you caught me at a bummer-ass time. And uh, it was it was really interesting because uh, life really does, is unexpected, and it throws a lot at you that you wouldn't expect you know, I, I yeah. like, let's say like the ne- next couple of days, I was in a place where I had no idea that I would be basically, you know, like I was just in a in completely different spot in my life, I guess. And what do you mean? well, I got more going on now. Like I, uh, I got this stage managing gig. So, uh, I've been stage managing all week. It just happened randomly. My friend, uh, is acting in a show in New York and it's getting an extended run because he's doing so fucking well. Shout out nice. my boy Terrell, best dude. What's the um, show? What's the show? It's called it's called Divine Intervention, and it is a good show because right. I went to go see it when it was in Philly. And well, I'll tell you a story about that because that was really fucking weird. So, <laughs> Divine Intervention is a great show, and you should all go see it. And it's about Divine, who was hmm, I'm not going to use the right word here. You know, we always fuck up these words, but I'm going to say yeah. a cross dresser, a gay man yeah, who dresses that- as a woman. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Okay. That's a good way to put it. So divine. I think that's the right one. Oh, somebody give Seamus a gold star. Hey, Fuck, thanks. Pulled it off. Put this, I'll put this in my uh, patriarchy it's, pocket or whatever. <laughs> it's such a shame that we have to fucking, oh, like, oh, let me use the right word here. Ooh, Jesus. I hope uh, I don't upset somebody. Dress- yeah, right? Yeah. Anyway. Well, Divine was a cross-dressing man who um, would sing and stuff, and she got her big break uh, back in the day. It's based on a real person. Uh, All right, so is it she then? I'm so con- this chick char- confuses the, the fuck. The character out of me, man. divine is a woman, even though it's played by a man. So gotcha. Okay, you know, All right. and and the, the play is really cool because it's separated into two uh, sides. Like it's split down the middle, and they have it has a mirror in the middle. So it has the actor talking to the character, and they're both talking to one another throughout the show. And I thought it was mm-hmm. really compelling. Um, 
I'll say this. I was, I was, uh, <laughs> a, now this person got their big break because they ate dog shit on camera. So yeah. Ooh, I remember when you told me that I, I looked it up. Like I didn't, I looked up the, the oh, whole story the behind it. I, I was, I was right there. I was about to, and I was like, you know what? I actually don't think I need to see that. Like, I'll just take your word for it. Well, uh, so the the show was in, um, I believe it was a gay club in Philadelphia, but it was like closed f- specifically for the show. So they like, you that's know, cool. They had like the dancing area, I guess, turned into a theater, and I went to go see that. Now I am a straight dude by myself in this gay club, uh, so clearly I, I felt I felt like. Are people looking at me or am I just being paranoid, you know? But then I had this incident at the end of the show that creeped me out so bad that I walked around the <laughs> corner to because I wanted to congratulate my friend, but I didn't want to wait with the other people because this guy comes up to me, this old man, and he goes, did you enjoy that? <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, it was a good show, man. And he was like, do you know who Divine is? And I was like, no, I had no idea. And he was like, then why are you even here? <laughs> I was like, uh, my friend was in the show, and he was like, oh, oh, oh. I'm a, I'm a fan like, of the theater. Like, okay, my bad. Thanks, dog. Goodbye. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna deal with your shit anymore. So yeah, you don't have the right to enjoy this show. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm so sorry. It was a good show though. So shout out to them. But anyway, he was doing a stage managing gig. Um, it he got this extended run, and now I'm filling in for him. It, the show is called The Illinois Five, and it opens next week on Thursday at the Walnut Street Theater. If you guys are interested, pium, 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 pium. part of yeah, the Philadelphia you go Fringe check out Festival. Uh, show that he's stage managing. Yeah, That'd be awesome. and I can say this: most of the hard work was done by the time I got there because I was stepping in basically. But mm-hmm. so I got to see the show pretty much already blocked out, and you know when I went, yeah. when I went, they were already kind of doing runs of the play, and. Right. Uh, it's a good ass show. It's a really good show. I can't say anything. I there's nothing to say. Nothing bad to say about it. It's a really compelling That's awesome. show. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, go check out uh, Seamus' show that he's a part of. Hell yeah. Walnut Street Theater. I can't because I'm fucking two thousand miles away. But I would. You know I would. I know you would. I know you would. But you know, and 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 some other things happened too, man. Uh, that that kept me from uh, going over the deep end, I suppose, as far as uh, the depression was going. Um, yeah. I had an experience uh, the night after we recorded where I was still feeling pretty bad, and I decided, hey, you know what? what's a great thing to do when you're feeling bad? Uh, get really, really, really drunk. Yeah, that, that's worked for all the greats in the past. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great cure. And then I woke up in my friend's tub, and I was like, this has to stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was uh, – I actually did want to talk to you about that. Um, so I went to a friend's party, and uh, I was drinking some beers, you know, just doing me, big dog status, you know, big big boy on campus, whatever you want to say. Found some brews, you know, nothing crazy. <laughs> yeah, found some brews. But uh, I uh, – I started, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done drinking now. And people were in the room were like, no, you're not. Come on, Seamus. And it got to the point where the whole room was chanting my name. And I was like, oh, you, man, you, you literally can't, can't say no at that point. You can't. Like, yeah. I know whatever. Oh, don't give in to peer pressure. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. fuck that. But those guys are not cool. The guys who tell you not to give in to peer pressure, they're losers, okay? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they want everyone to be sucked into their fucking loser world. Yeah, yeah. Okay, listen. I'm I'm a cool ass dude. I'm gonna take the shot, and then I'm gonna take the three successive <laughs> shots after that, and then I'm gonna sit outside and talk to somebody about how I could. I'm starting to see things before they happen. <laughs> that's just that's just that's just big dog status, dude. If you're living the hey, big dog what, life, sometimes you know? when you give into peer pressure, you know, sometimes you that happens. You know, you start to see things before they actually happen. Hey, can I get can I get some barks from my all my big dogs out there? <laughs> uh, no, but it was interesting, man. Um, I wanted to ask you about this uh, because it. it, it it was a mission successful, man. It was because in my back of my mind, I was like, if I get drunk enough, I will come to some conclusion about how I'm feeling one way or the other. Um, yeah, it's either going to be fucking horrible or I'm going to be like, you know what? This ain't so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, maybe if it gets really awful, I'll wake up the next day and be like, this, this, the rest of this isn't so awful. You know what I mean? It's not, you know, it's not, I was last up. night was awful. Yeah. I thought I was dying last night. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and. I it really did. I was at the level where it was probably either delayed reaction or maybe I was just in touch with the spirits, my friend. But I <laughs> it was it was literally like, oh, this is the part where I throw up. And then like, yeah, this is yeah. the part where my friend comes out and says something to me. And then he would come out and say something to me. And I'd be like, I knew you were going to say that. I'm so drunk right now. I'm communicating in thumbs up and middle fingers. <laughs> So are you are you asking about the validity of uh, of such an experience? Is that what you're kind of saying? I guess I'm asking what you think about it. I kind of have already made up my mind about the validity of the experience. I think. And what what have you uh, come to? I think it is valid, man. And I think that I think that uh, a lot of the experiences. Uh, I'm not saying that I'm pr- able to predict the future necessarily. Like not. Yeah. But. I think the 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 validity of experiences when you are intoxicated are super super valid, and um, I almost feel now I haven't had a drink since then because I was like, let me take a break, and I haven't really mm-hmm. smoked since then either. So I've been stone cold fucking sober, and nice. It, it's nice, but it's also I, I feel I gotta be honest with you, man. I feel kind of disconnected when I'm sober. Yeah, no, I, I definitely hear that. You're talking to fucking me. I know what I know where that's at. And to address the other part of that, I think um, the the kind of mechanism I think that where that starts to work because I definitely also feel very much more in a flow state when I'm like fucked up, like on and whatever it is. If I'm fucked up, I think what happens is you you put yourself so far outside of what you're used to. Yeah, that you you're kind of just assessing things as they come. So when you're really fucked up and you're really drunk and you're just like, like, oh, like my stomach hurts, like I feel queasy, like now I'm going to throw up and you throw up. Then you're like, you know, whether this is like words going through your brain as thoughts or just kind of like instinctual feelings, then you're you're thinking like, I just threw up at someone's house. There's a lot of people. They probably know I'm here. Someone's going to come say something to me. You know, they're going to check on me. They probably miss me. They were just chanting my name not too long ago. They're probably something like, where's the big dog? Where did the big dog go? Everyone's barking inside. (laughs) They're not getting their response. Everyone's barking (laughs) up a storm in there. Yeah, I think, um, I think that's, it's valid, but I think it's kind of, it kind of, um, God, man, I, I've been reading a lot of that fucking yogi, Hindu, Buddhist philosophy. So the words are, are much closer to my tongue than like Western words. So I want to say that, you know, it's like at a certain point, 
you're just watching things happen. It's like you're just watching the the karma unfold. And at a certain point, because karma really all it is is just the forces of nature just playing themselves out. That's really all karma means to me as far as I can tell. It's like, you know, you plant a seed, the seed grows. That's karma. You know, you say something mean, someone else is upset. That's karma. It's just the way that things, it's cause and effect, cause and effect. So when you're sober and your brain is firing and you don't have, you know, yoga control over it, you're constantly making projections and guessing and you're not really paying attention to what's actually going on in the moment. So when you're super fucked up and you're barely conscious, all you can be aware of is what's what's happening right now, what might happen a second from now. And I think what happens is you get in this flow state where you're no longer really concerned about what your job is and what your name is even, you know, who's at the party and whether they like you or not. You're just like, oh, man, I feel queasy. I'm going to throw up. Uh, I just threw up. I'm at a party. Someone's going to say something to me because that's like that's just what happens, you know. Yeah. And I, that's I mean, it's this is going to sound like I'm a fucking alcoholic or something or a druggie. But that's why I like to be not sober. And not all the time, obviously, because the intro to this has to be, shit, but. oh man, and nobody take this off of iTunes. The intro's got to be a hate being sober by Chief Keef. So be on the lookout for that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> nobody report us. Nobody report us. Hey, don't tell yeah. Sosa, all right? But it, I think it's all about, I, it's like flow state. I've heard other people use that term before, but it's like you're in this mode where you're not really, you don't have any extra thoughts. You know, there's no extra thoughts going on. It's just what's going on right now. What do I have to do? What's what? What's about to happen? You know, I, you, I think it's valid. Man. Do you think that's what Bruce Lee meant by "be water, my friend"? He was just so drunk that he was just like, "Please be water." Please. I don't even know what like, you're talking about. I need about. water, like, please. <laughs> what is that? What are you talking about? Oh, be that's water. what he says. Be water, my friends. You know, so he's like, you know, water pretty much goes in any direction or fills any glass. When does that... he say that? Why does he say that? Because you know when? When has he ever said that? I've well, never before heard he died, before. obviously. <laughs> he says that. That's a quote of his. It's it's on the Who? UFC game, man. That's how I know. Uh, who's this? Bruce fucking Lee? Excuse me. No, oh, it's Bruce, it's Bruce Lee. Lee. Be water, my friend. Hey, yeah. hey. What? Do you know what Bruce Lee's favorite thought, drink dude, is? You know what's funny? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke. Uh, dude, I thought you said Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Willis. I was like, before he died, Bruce Willis died? Yeah, dude. Didn't you see uh, The Sixth Sense? Oh, boy. That's a good movie, Spoiler man. Spoiler alert. It's such a good movie. It makes me sad because M. Night Shyamalan dropped off so hard. <sighs> he did, but that new grandparents yeah. movie looks all right. Get yeah, in we'll the see. oven. We'll see. We'll see. Lady in the Water looked good too from the trailer, if you mm, ask me. True, true. Anyway, well, anyway, um, flow state, man. So I don't, I don't. What I'm trying to say is, I don't think it's predicting the future. It feels like that. And Alan Watts actually said something about that. He said, people who get into those kinds of states where they're calling, calling the things that are happening before they happen, they in the West they have this god complex because they think they're controlling things. Oh, yeah. someone's gonna come talk to me. Ooh, they came and talked to me. Like I'm in control of this. Like no, you're just watching some shit unfold, and because everything works lawfully and mechanically, it's it's not actually that hard to know what's about to happen. You know, in, in certain situations. Yeah. I mean, d- were you able to, uh, like call the make and model and license plate number of a car coming around the street like that that would be i'd be like god damn you got some powers dude but like the i think what it was was, i was uh, like it's d it's d 57 (laughs) i was like reading the license everyone's like why is he just saying these numbers 
<laughs> Meanwhile, the car's like pulled outside of the house, you know, like nobody knows. Dude, look at the license plate. Look at the license oh, plate. Shit. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think that's more like a, it's it's like um, what Ramdas might call a witness. You know, you're just sitting back and watching things happen, yeah. and you're at a point where you no longer really feel like the same person who is, you know, like experiencing things as like, oh, what do I do now? I have to do something. What do I do now? You're not. You're like, I'm not doing any of this. Like, I'm just kind of. I'm drunk. I'm just gonna let this happen. Like, what's gonna happen next? I'm going to throw up. And it now feels, I'm throwing up. <laughs> I mean, at least it, maybe it's because I was really drunk, but it felt almost disgusting to the point where I was like, I, it felt like a death in the sense that I was like, I am, I'm not in control of any of this. I'm going to, whatever I'm going to do is going to, it's just going to happen regardless. Like I, to a certain extent, it seems like I'm controlling it a lot of times, but I was like, I'm already flipping them off. You know, I already did that it, or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, or whatever. Yeah. You know? I know, I know, like the state you're talking about. It's like the barely conscious state where you're like, you're kind of, you you decide an action and then you're already doing it before you have a chance to check whether that's something you should do or not. You're just, you only have time for one decision at a time. Yeah. So you're just watching that decision happen. I was like, the tub is fine. The tub is fine. <laughs> and then I yeah, woke I think up. The, the reason why, yeah, when and then you woke up and you felt the same again where you you weren't calling things. You weren't you weren't just watching things happen. And I think the reason is is that we're all deathly afraid of the fact that we actually aren't in control of any of this, you know? We're not in control of any of this and we're constantly struggling to hide that from ourselves. And when you get super drunk, when you feel like you're about to die, it starts to like peek through the cracks of your of this like, you know, bullshit facade that you've put up. So what you're saying is I have no choice in whether or not I'm going to be the big dog. I just am. I just, I just am the big dog. <laughs> I mean, how could the big dog not be hey, the big dog? It's a dog pound, baby. But uh, <laughs> it's so stupid. But no, man, it was. It was. Um, it kind of. It kind of knocked me out of the blues, I guess, in a in a, in a strange sense. Yeah. Um, forcibly and in a very uncomfortable way but it was it was uh, when i when i went to the party i was getting vibes that it was going to be one of those nights if that makes any sense like before it would happen yeah. i was picking up on things maybe it was something i was doing or saying but i was just like you know this feels like one of those nights where something could go horribly wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. And now, I, I don't think i can stop it. I think it's just going to be horribly wrong. Something bad yeah. is going to happen. Jasmine and I used to go to these parties um, in South Philly. It was a, f- a friend of hers that she worked with at Jimmy John's. And at first it was like, oh, yeah, like, let's go to this party. And, like, they had, like, live bands and shit in their basement. They were, like, the coolest parties I've ever been to. But it got to the point where I just knew, like, as soon as I stepped in the door, like, I, you know, in the taxi on the way there, I'm like, oh, you know what, tonight I'm just going gonna, gonna to limit my drinks, you know, I'm going to keep it cool, you know, like, keep everything straight. I'm only going to eat one brownie, you know, like, just it's going to be fine. Then you, I walk in the door and instantly, like, this wave of, like, oh, I remember how I got here last time, like, takes over, you know, and it's, like, <laughs> shots, shots, beers, you know, like, oh, I'll have another brownie, sure, like, and I'm, like, oh, like, now I know, like, now it's a fucking horrible night. Tomorrow I'm going to be hungover until 3 p.m. Like, I remember how this happens now, but it's it's, like... <laughs> It almost takes I, – I know what you're talking about. You walk in the door and you're like, mm, this is going to be one of those times, huh? The, yeah. the, all, the, all the variables are in the right spot where this – I'm going to get f- way too drunk and well, like have a blast until I'm uh, 
going to die and then i'm gonna just hold on until noon the next day well it already started off bad because when i got there nobody else was there yet and i saw my friend through the door he had a screen door open and i just yelled his name like yo what's up and yeah, scared, yeah. scared the living fuck out of him and i could tell that he was not happy about it and i was like well i gotta start drinking immediately just to forget about that so like i started drinking before anybody gets there then there was a point where we started doing wrestling moves on one another and mm, I was already so drunk that I was just like, just fucking pin me. Like, you win. You're you're the rock, man, but I'm still the big dog. But but, <laughs> but, but I was like I was like, you know, if this keeps up at this rate, some something bad's gonna happen. Yeah, there, there's there's that moment where you're like, Oh, oh God, it's only eight thirty right now. Like I have three more hours of drinking to get through. Like I'm already <laughs> yeah. I'm already at my limit. Like this is not good. Yeah. 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 So that happened. I don't know, man. I, I, uh, you know what? My stance is I think people should get drunk. I think we've said this on the show before, but it, it, it like you, you know, you're kind of addressing it in an indirect way, but it, it really kind of forces you to come to grips with who you are and what you think and what's important and all that kind of shit. Because when you feel like you're dying and you're, you throw up outside your friend's house, it, it forces you to be like, well, I don't do that on a Monday through Friday basis. So, like, what does that mean about me? You know, it yeah. kind of makes you think and, and go there. And also, alcohol has the, uh, effect of especially in high doses you start to not care about details of your life you know like you don't care what your job is you don't care how you felt on monday you're just like i'm drunk this feels like being drunk you know i'm drunk right now and that's all i have time to think about and i think that's why there's actually a a pretty long tradition of like heavy drinking in zen buddhism like alan watts for example drank himself to death uh fucking trungpa rinpoche he's not even zen but he's a buddhist drank himself to death i think the uh there's something about that super drunk state where you it puts you in like like i said that flow state like that you're just you only have time for what's happening right now did you hear that one alan watts talk where he was like talking about like how everything is one and he's like except except for the big dog (laughs) (laughs) he's in a class of his own he's in a class of his fucking own yeah, man. Uh, and then the next day, uh, or the day after, I was hungover for like two days after this. It was one of those times. It was a, yeah, one of those yeah. really bad hangovers where you're. you're right. I woke up and I somehow walked home. It was like two or two and a half miles or something. But I like was stumbling around even after the fact. You know, like I just was. I felt dehydrated for the next two days. Might have yeah. been like a very very small form of uh, alcohol poisoning. Maybe I couldn't really. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that really is. No, but no, I just... I've been there, dude. I've, I know what you're talking about. I, when I say 3 p.m., I mean, there were some days where literally, like, I remember the first time I saw Django, what's that movie called? Django Unchained? Yeah, Django Unchained. Yeah. I watched it twice in a row. The first time because all I could do was, I was so hungover and I was, I couldn't even drink water without throwing it up. So I would get up, drink water, throw it up, and then I was like, I need something to do before before I go crazy. So I put Django and Chained on. Watch Django Unchained. Holy shit, dude! You're a badass, man. When I get sick I like c- that, I gotta watch like cartoons, man. I gotta dude, go to the I, Disney it was, shit. I, it was the last thing that I downloaded. It wasn't like I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna do some badass shit and watch a badass <laughs> movie. I was just like, I need to put something on. Like Django and Chain was the last thing I put it on, and then I laid in bed for three hours because that movie is that long. Yeah. 
And by the time it was done the first time, I was able to get up and drink water. I tried to eat a piece of toast, but that wasn't going down well. So I just watched it again. I knew it was, I was like, hey, this worked last serious? time. Yeah, dude, I watched Django Unchained twice in a row. I was so hungover. I couldn't even get out of bed. Oh, my God. It was God. the only thing because what was I going to do? Search on YouTube? Because that would involve me looking at a screen, concentrating. And by that time, I would have been queasy enough to throw up again. So I was just like, oh, repeat. Put, spin that back. <laughs> uh. It was a good movie, man. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, it wasn't I, torture or anything. But well, you know it was what's weird? Rough. I've watched that movie with you too. How many times have you seen that movie? Oh, I don't know, probably five times. Holy shit, dude! I'm, I like, I'm, a, I like to watch things and listen to things over and over again if they're good. Yeah, if they're good. Yeah, that's like impressive. the Departed, I've probably seen twenty times, easy. Well, okay, so then why didn't you say anything to me when the part in Django and Chain happens where the Tupac song comes on and I jumped out of my seat like loving it, and you were just like, "Yeah, this is crazy." Oh shit, it all makes sense. You've seen that movie? Oh my god. Uh, I thought we were having a moment. I guess we were having a moment. You're going, look at this fucking Dude, idiot. I didn't. I didn't really realize. I didn't really care. Like, when I, <laughs> like at that point, I was like. It didn't hit me how ridiculous it was. It really didn't. Uh, yeah. The first times I had watched it, it didn't really hit me until you were you were like, "What the? Is that Tupac?" And I was like, "Yo, that is Tupac. Is that James Brown too? Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck like, is going right. on? This is ridiculous." I didn't even. It didn't even phase me the first time because I was just trying to stay alive at the time. I got to take notes, man. That's got to be the outro. <laughs> <laughs> is it wrong? Because I want to get it all till I die. <laughs> Yeah, man. But the next day, uh, we went to go see rugby, um, which I don't know if you've ever seen a live rugby game like in yeah. a stadium. Jasmine used to play, well, not in a stadium, but Jasmine used to play rugby. That shit was intense. Yeah. Hey, Jasmine could probably speak to this, but I'm a, a, lesbians love rugby, dude. It was like all lesbians. <laughs> it was like lesbian day at the rugby in, in game. The, in, the, in the stadium? Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. If, you are a le- if you're a lesbian and you're trying to scope out some other lesbians, dude... You know what I'm saying? I mean, not the femme kind, obviously, but but if you're looking for, you know, if you're just looking for some fucking rough and tumble girls, you know where to go, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know where to fucking go. one of those go. girls who looks just like a dude, you know where to go. <laughs> dude, there was a couple androgynous lesbians that I was like, oh, that's a girl? <laughs> and then I was like, why am I putting labels on things? I'm I'm disgusting. Oh, God, I'm, I'm part <laughs> I'm of the problem. I'm pig. <laughs> <laughs> the patriarchy no, has taught me so well. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool, man. We saw the uh, the American team versus the one of the English teams, and I've seen them play twice now. And uh, both times they were projected to get like blown the fuck out. And both times it's been a really fucking close game. So mm. props to the American team for at least holding their USA, own. USA, USA. There were those chants again, and I, d- I didn't get called a communist this time. But the last time I didn't do the US USA chant, the guy was like, "What is this guy a communist?" And I was like, really? I-, "I just don't feel like doing the stupid chant." I'm sorry. I I, I am vote. I want these guys to win. I'm voting for them. I'm voting for them <laughs> with my that sports me- vote. <laughs> that makes me more American than you, sir. Because <laughs> I I believe in democracy as well. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting though. Uh, I would highly recommend that as well. Rugby is actually yeah. really fun to watch. I feel like I wish rugby was more popular. Like in a, on a serious note, that's such a much better sport than football, if you ask me. Yeah. Oh God, people are gonna hate me for saying that because America's all about football. But like rugby, it's like football, but 
you don't get to like take a break and like drink some Gatorade and shit between plays. It's like, you know, you get hit and then you have to get up immediately and find the person who has the ball now and like reform your ranks. Dude, I didn't know this. If you get injured in rugby, they just have you lay on the field and they just play around you. I was yeah, like, what yeah. the fuck? Shit's rough, man. This is insane. Shit, it's like a mix between soccer and football. Yeah. They should call it sock ball. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that'll be good. People will like that one. Yeah, it was uh, it was weird though because you know you're right. I think because I not to be like somebody's mom right now, but I I really was like <laughs> somebody posted a video of the hardest football hits of all time on like Facebook mm-hmm. or something, and I watched it and I was like, I'm getting uncomfortable because these guys these I'm guys are hurt. Injured. These guys are yeah. getting fucked up. And in rugby, yeah. you get fucked up too, but you're not getting fucked up by but like 300 pounds of like you know muscle plus. Right. All that fucking shit that they put on top, all that metal metal helmets and you know the yeah. big pads and stuff. It's crazy. And the linemen, the linemen are like three hundred plus pounds, and you can't afford that if you have to be running up and down the field. So you, you know, in rugby, you don't have these big ass dudes cl- like smashing into each other. Instead, you have people who are like physically fit and running up and down the field. You know, like trying to just tackle each other. They're not, they're not trying to like destroy each other and rip each other's heads off. They're just trying to get the ball out of their hands because the strategy in football is, all right, you're the lineman. You're not going to move very much during any of your plays. So you can afford to be big as fuck like a tank because you're never going to have to run for the ball for real, you know? So you can be big as fuck and be strong and just worry about um, if you, if the guy with the ball comes, you get, knock him down. And the difference between, a running back and a lineman is like a hundred pounds. You know, that's a lot of fucking weight to be thrown around. And in rugby, yeah. you couldn't have that difference because the, uh, it's so fast paced that the one dude would be by you already. If you were at 300 fucking pounds, there'd be no way you could keep up and they'd just be zipping by you. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they don't wear pads or anything. I think is because they, there's not as much of a risk because there aren't, people specialized in being the big fucking tank dudes who are just there to smash you to pieces which is how it is in football yeah not a big fan man not a big fan of of football football. that being said go eagles yeah go eagles of course but not a big fan of football yeah i think there's it's one of those situations like politicians almost where we put we want these guys to smash each other and like you know be warriors for some reason on, on the fucking turf and they're like they basically sign up to get injured at some point in their life like seriously injured and and you know concussed maybe three or four times a season it's just i don't know i, I just don't like it in for, in terms of a sport it seems a little too much god i sound like such a bitch but like it it just doesn't it doesn't add up to me it's not worth it you know to yeah. me. I, it's, it's not that crazy or, or fun of a sport that we need to be fucking killing each other over it no i'm down man I, i'm totally down it's a it's a weird really weird thing man it i i really don't know what to say you ever play nfl street that was a sick-ass game you ever play that yeah, game dude, that shit was ridiculous dude <laughs> that shit was ridiculous <laughs> where you throw it behind your back and shit i was like yeah, you never dude. do that in the nfl you assholes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nba yeah. street was like that too i like the idea of that the but one of the arenas was you could just play on a beach i like that idea i think madden should yeah. include that it's just more peaceful you know it's like it's like a very calm fucking just the boys the playing a game of football the on the background. beach yeah the, the, the ref just boys. comes running out of the water you know no shirt on <laughs> yeah. yeah let's go guys <laughs> yeah man 
Hey, uh, I guess we should probably address this. We're we're like 29 minutes in. Um, if you actually listened to the episode last week, you would know the rules and you wouldn't even be waiting for this. But we are <laughs> going to announce the winners of the conversations for our grandkids uh, contest thingamabobber on the next episode. On the mm-hmm. next episode. That being said, we appreciate everybody who's by by the time you're hearing this, it's over. But we appreciate everybody. We got like a we got a handful of people, man. We did get yeah. a handful of people. I had to pull some people. And be like, hey, do you want something free? You know, like do you want to be happy? Do you want some, you know, whatever the fucks? But <laughs> I can pr- promise you happiness, bro. Just hey, sign up for my contest. <laughs> just buy it. Just buy it. It's 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 twenty five dollars. Yeah, um, I felt no shame. I was like, "Listen, you want to, you want a fucking Amazon gift card? Listen to this conversation. That's all yeah. you have to do. It's like a fucking hour long. If you don't, if you don't have an hour out of your day for a fucking Amazon card, fuck off. Yeah. Everybody does. The thing that the thing that always gets me when I try to get people to listen to the show is that they just say like, "Oh, it's an hour long. That's pretty long." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's like a ra- it's like a, it's like radio almost. It's you know we're not we're not doing the same thing as radio. Obviously, you can't say gooks hate spicks on the on the fucking radio. I, I, you know, <laughs> yeah. we we could say that all the time here if we want, you know. But uh, especially since like nobody's listening. Hey, dude, uh, did you hear about that that guy Seamus said gooks hate spicks? I can't about even believe that. The fact that, that gooks hate spicks, I did hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> I read tweeted that bro hashtag gooks hate spicks but what i what i say to people is it's it's like radio you don't turn the radio on and just sit down and fold your hands hmm. <laughs> yeah. listening to some radio just Staring gonna do that the screen yeah, or into, the, <laughs> yeah. into the speaker yeah yeah this is a good but, show I mean, everybody has a job our one of our friends uh jeff mutual friend told me that he was listening to it while he ran in the uh at the gym or whatever the fuck that's cool you know our boy Jeff actually did want. the intro for the last episode, and that was pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, shout out to Jeff, man. Shout out to Jeff. I, I'd said before that he's one of the best guitar players. I mean, he's the best one that I know personally, but he's definitely one of the best that I've heard in my life, and I think that intro is proof because he's fucking dope. So shout yeah. out to Jeff, friend of the show, awesome guy. Dude, he, he just fell off Jeff his does. treadmill right now. <laughs> he's so starstruck. Oh, oh, <laughs> do what Jeff does or did and listen to our shit uh, while you're doing something else. It's just reasonable. That's how, you know, here's a here's a pro tip about listening to podcasts. Most people listen to them while they're doing other shit, you know, surprise, yeah. fucking surprise. Like you, you listen to music, listen to a podcast instead. This one. Yeah. If you're listening to a podcast, why not listen to a podcast? Uh, this one. Can, yeah, just put, put put two of our episodes on at once. We got a lot of <laughs> hidden messages that we've synced up. You know, play it, put this on, and and play uh play uh the Wizard of Oz, and it just syncs right up. That's a that's a music joke. That I don't know if many people will get. The dark side of the moon is supposedly synced up to the Wizard of Oz, but it's actually they not happen true. To be, they happen to be exactly the same length, apparently, or something, something like that. And I tried to watch it. And it doesn't really sync up or make any sense. And Pink Floyd came out and said, like, no, we didn't do that. We didn't do that. But the thing that I like is that tribute bands who, like, have just do their whole album. There's, like, yeah. this one reggae one where they do a reggae version of Dark Side of the Moon. And it actually does sync up to The Wizard of Oz, which I think is kind of cool. I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. Yeah. That's funny, man. That's yeah. a funny way to tribute them. Yeah, well, once a rumor gets big enough, you know, like if somebody said I said Gooks take Spicks, you know, maybe maybe we could get some playtime somewhere. You know, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> big dog speaking Hashtag here. Gooks hate Spicks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, we will eventually release that episode, just so people know. That's an inside fucking thing, but we'll we'll definitely it's release really it. Not. We, it's really not. It's not inside anymore, because there's been like four or five episodes where we've referenced it by saying explicitly, Gooks hate Spigs. So <laughs> right now, Dude, right now it's people true. should be familiar you with You ever it. been to Chinatown? I don't see many Hispanic people. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> Me neither. Fuck. I see I'm a lot saying. of white people in Chinatown, actually, in Philly. I was surprised. I was like, mm, this is like... 30% white people. I was expecting it to be like 1%. Uh-oh, you got to watch out for those white people. You got to watch out for the white people in Chinatown. I'm saying this as Shame someone who's been me. in Chinatown by himself before. Like, you got to watch. Well, not not me personally, <laughs> but you got to watch out. You don't know yeah. what they're there for. Yeah, then there's always the uh, the one nerdy black kid reading anime on someone's steps. Running with his arms behind his back, <laughs> powering up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so black people love anime. So hey, go- gooks well, hate spits. I wouldn't spits, say all but, black people. But, it's very, very uh, specific demographic but, of black people. Hashtag blacks love gooks, man. It's just, it's just, it's happening. <laughs> oh That's man. A good one. So uh, yeah, <laughs> the, just <laughs> so, wait yeah. for the contest next week. <laughs> yeah, if you entered, you know I'm. I, I already know you're waiting on bated breath or whatever the phrase is, so yeah. uh, you, we don't have to tell you, but uh, tune in next week, ladies and gents, for the uh, announcement. Actually, if you win, we'll probably hit you up directly, but we'll also shout you out, shout you out on the show. Oh, for sure. And get ready. Yeah. And then you got you to gotta tell us what you get with the Amazon. Well, you don't have to, but it'd be nice if you told us what you get. Hey, you know what? If you, want, if you, if you win and you want to take a picture with whatever it is you buy from Amazon, that'd be that'd great. That'd be dope. That'd yeah. be so cool. I, that would be really cool. I'd be yeah. like, what? As long as you don't mind us using your picture. Well, I mean, even if you, even if Why you don't mind us using your picture. Why does CD Schultz have so like much lube? It. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, you bought $40 in lube? Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> to each his own, man. To each his own. Yeah, you know, you got to lubricate somehow. You got to do that. <laughs> Shout out to lube. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Dude, I had a crazy ass fucking experience yesterday, man. I have a to tell you about this. A crazy ass fucking experience? A cra- dude, it was a crazy... Dude, speaking of lube, that's the transition there, bro. Speaking of lube, <laughs> I had a crazy ass fucking experience yesterday. Um, <laughs> no, I got into a lift with a friend of mine. You know lift? L-Y-F-T? Yeah, L-Y-F-T. You ever taken one of those fuckers? Nah. Well, I don't think I will again after this, because uh, they were way shadier than Uber. I'm sure it's the Which same thing. Which is saying but, a lot. <laughs> dude, this guy was so fucking shady. I'm basing my entire lift experience on this one guy, but... It's a it's an older black gentleman who had peppermints in the back of his car and a bunch of magazines. So so far so good. And he gave us a bottle of water, you know. Okay. Service legit. Ten out of ten service. But then he starts talking. Ugh. And the thing is Always my from, least favorite part. He's from the same city that I'm from. And yet I can't <laughs> understand a goddamn word this guy is saying. Like not a that's all it was. That, and then a couple times he would be like this. I kid you not. I kid you not. A couple times he would end a sentence with "shit." I, I, I swear to God. I swear to God. That sounds like bullshit. That sounds like sounds something like I would just say like as a, a joke. Cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. It's and so he's he's got. I'm in a car with a friend, and um, he's got all these magazines in the back of the car, and one of them is a Game Informer. You know the video game magazine. Interesting. Yeah. And so my friend starts reading it. He's like, oh, let me just look through this, blah, blah, blah. We start talking. He's like, Seamus, do you play games? Have you been playing games? I'm like, nah, not really, blah, blah, blah. Uh, somehow it, the, the PS3 comes up, right? Okay. And the guy in the front says that his son has a PS3, plays it all the time, loves it, 
how much could he get for selling it? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> to, like, was, to you? Uh, not to me specifically, although he did try to get me to sign up to be a Lyft driver, which was another interesting thing. He was like, I swear to God, I get you $750. I was like, okay, well, I, I don't okay. know. Just get me it's to where just, I'm going. Just getting weird. <laughs> um, yeah, my, my son loves this thing, really loves it, plays it every day. I mean, really loves it. How much do you think I could get for it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the way he's saying it, I'm thinking like a little kid. Then he goes, nah, my son's locked up on some bullshit. <laughs> shit. Shit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, dude, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. He was like, yeah. This, this girl said that he took the pussy, but I think she gave it to him. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Dog. We, Tell me I don't more. know you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about this possible rape charge against your son, please. Wow. I really... Hey, dog, uh, can you just drop me off where I asked you to? <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to go to a friend's thing. Uh, I don't really... <laughs> I don't really want to get wrapped up in this at all. <laughs> I don't want to have these ex- existential thoughts on this night, sir. Like, I don't want to have to recheck my whole fucking life. I mean, if the man, if the man, if the guy, <laughs> if the guy in the lift is, if he's a reputable person, you know, I don't know him personally. All I'm saying is <laughs> his style, I'm not necessarily down with. Um, uh, I, you know, he, he, listen, he made, he made a good point. He said, he said, in court, she said she felt him rubbing up against her. Well, then you stop it right there. She was awake. And I was like, wow. And it was wow, one of those situations really where that detail, huh? my friend and I were so uncomfortable that, like, you don't know what to do in this situation. So I was just like, yeah, it probably was consensual, man. Like, <laughs> like, just, like, just, like, get me out of this car. Like, just get me out of this car, dude. I mean, at that point, you risk, if you're like, oh, man, you know, I don't know, you know, ladies have Sounds like rough. rape, He's going to turn around and smack the shit out of you or something, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think your son might have raped that girl, guy. <laughs> shit, he ain't do shit. Shit. <laughs> and uh, we almost got into, like, five car accidents because my man is fucking swerving. My man is, I, like, I am, I, I look over at my friend, and he is just looking straight ahead, and he's doing the thing where the guy's talking to him, and he just goes, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 uh-huh, so yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there stone cold silent because I was like, I don't need to say anything to this fucking guy. You know, I'll chime in every now and then. But... I'm when just trying to I'm just come try- up all time in. Yeah, I'll be like, oh yeah, dude, men's rights, am I right, guy? But uh, <laughs> I, I was just like, get me out of this fucking car, man. So we we end up getting to the place we're going, but we're like two blocks earlier, and he's like, I'll drive you the rest of the way, and we're like, no, no. I was like, no, that's that is that is fine, sir. You've you've done your due diligence. <laughs> you've done Thank you. Way too much. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I'm looking at I'm looking at. I'm looking out of my window, and I'm, like, looking into somebody else's car. Like, that's how fucking close we are. Like, I'm looking down and seeing what they have in the ashtray. I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) This guy eats a lot of Reese's. (laughs) So, yeah, so fuck Lyft. (laughs) Yeah, fuck Lyft. Man, I'm I'm not really down with either of those. I would fucking rather walk. Yeah. Or take a bus, man. Fuck that shit. Or a taxi. At least with yeah. taxis, there's like all these like laws and shit, you know, that it, they're much more stringent than Uber or Lyft. So it, I can kind of trust that more because those guys, they don't want to fuck around and do anything weird. But like a Lyft or an Uber driver, like you never know what you're getting. Right. I, and that's that's kind of where I came down to because I, I was like, you know, this is Lyft. And it is a legitimate service in fucking quotation marks there. Mm-hmm. But we're just in some dude's car. This is just some guy I met today. And yeah. he's just been doing this as like, oh, well, I just started being a Lyft driver. And yeah. he's driving all fucking crazy. And I was like, I've literally, 
I've just put my hands, I've just put my life in the hands of God, basically, at this point. I'm just like, come yeah, on, right. Jizo, get me out of here, come please. Come on, Jesus, get me I'm, home. I'm, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel from this crazy rapist, man. Please, please. Oh, yeah. man. It is I don't crazy know, to think, every time you let somebody else drive, you're just allowing them to, like, you know, control your life for how, until you get there. You're putting your I, life in their hands. I was coming to terms with, like, the last word I was going to hear was like, shit. Like, that's going to be... <laughs> done no but yeah you are putting your life in somebody else's hands you for sure you are but it's i feel like it, with a taxi it's it's almost like i'm starting to become more pro taxi now that these things are popping up because taxi drivers they have sort of a divider between you and them they don't yeah. want to fucking talk to you you know they don't right. you can Some talk them to them do. if you want yeah but they're not gonna make you talk to them because they yeah, just do this as a job they're certainly like odds are they're not gonna bring up their son's rape charge no, you know, probably they've not. The, they've learned the etiquette by now. That's definitely not, at least not going to be their opener. They're, they might warm, they might warm up <laughs> to it. Like, hey, so what do you guys think about, uh, what do you guys think about rape accusations? Uh, yeah, you're, yeah, I <laughs> got this, feel, uh, the, feel the audience. <laughs> oh, rape? This. Oh, man, you know, women are always fucking accusing men of rape. Then you're like, all right, great. I have a story for you then. My son? Oh. Dude, all the, all the magazines in the back are the ones with Emma Salkowitz on it. Like, they're just, it's, uh, yeah, you know, there's some reading I just want you to do just in the back there. I don't know. I, I've, I've highlighted the parts I think are questionable. I, I don't know. <laughs> just, just a humble, humble taxi driver, oh, man. you know? One of, my, uh, one of the dudes who used to work at, uh, at the lab that I used to work at, um, he sent me a, a, another article about her and him. Oh, yeah. And I think what it was was that Columbia was trying to get um paul our man paul to drop the the charges like how fucking how yeah. much of a hole are they trying to dig themselves in oh just shut up just shut up dude don't talk about it hey hey, hey, hey. we're not saying you're wrong just shut the fuck up like yeah. why tell her to shut up they they have to pay this man like at least Millions. like a million at least a million at least yeah. a million right at like least the way they've they, they've dragged his name through the mud at this point you right. know the person you're backing made a sex tape called This Is Not Rape, where she's just getting fucked? It's just a sex tape. That's all it is. Yeah. We didn't talk about that. That's an update. We can talk God, about that dude, if you want, man. That shit made me so uncomfortable, man. Not because it's a sex tape, because like, that doesn't make any, any young man in the 21st century uncomfortable. What makes me uncomfortable is... Well, it makes me uncomfortable because I'm fighting the new drug, but okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm fighting the new drug. New, hashtag new sober. Um... What made me uncomfortable was that it was supposed to be, in some kind of a way, some statement about rape or the 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 gray area between rape and sex. But the message really wasn't clear. I really, I mean, apparently things got like violent towards the end, but I didn't really make it until the end. I really didn't. I was like, this is just a sex tape. I, f- I finished it the first this. minute, dude. I, I was like, <laughs> I can't even make it through this whole thing. It's I mean, too she's hot. Like, she like blew the guy. You know, it wasn't like. And they weren't—they're not very attractive, you know. I'm used to watching some high quality <laughs> shit, okay? <laughs> I mean, browsers, browsers are die, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually, if if you want to get on a personal note here, I'm actually three months porn free, man. This is—I'm reaching like the somebody, ninety day mark. Somebody give this man another gold star. Listen, listen, porn. I know I make jokes about fight the new drug and all that shit because it's goofy, but but porn I think is going to be like smoking. It really is going to be one of those things that it's sort of desensitizes you to at least in my case i feel like it's definitely desensitized me to um like real relationships like i feel like the 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 real people i've been with it's never been as satisfying because in my mind like dude i was with a girl once 
and this thought actually popped in my mind. <laughs> I was like, this would be so much better if I had like a fucking laptop right here, her right here. You know what I mean? And I was watching porn while she's fucking. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh man. Yes. And that's yeah. not good. That's unhealthy. Yeah. It's. It. I would say I uh, also experienced a lot of the weirdness of watching too much porn, but I think it would be too much to feel guilty about it because nobody nobody fucking knew. Nobody fucking knew that the internet was going to be this, you know? Nobody fucking knew. When we were, like, kids and teenagers, nobody knew how easy it was to get porn. And if you watch porn all the time, what it will do to your mind and your body even by extension because our dad's generation, they grew up like, oh, dude, like, check out this skin flick, bro. You know, like, it was like a playboy. Yeah. And that- it's like somebody's fucking mom, like, you know, blowing somebody. And, you know, it looks like a fucking, uh, the most, like, God, like, not not some girl getting rammed and, like, crying and being like, I'm crying, but I really like this. This is the yeah, best. Yeah. Can you, not like, some, punch not me some again? Really, really weird shit. Some borderline, like, like, this actually isn't real shit, you know? Yeah. But then we, because like, I think it was... There was kind of a like boys will be boys attitude towards porn because of like the seventies and the sexual revolution in oh, America and all that is. shit. I, I, I would say it's starting is. to change. I think it's I think it's changing now. Yeah. I think it's, it depends on who you talk to. If if you're talking about an older guy, he's probably watching porn at the same rate that he was like looking at skin fl- skin mags when he was mm. a kid or whatever. So he's like, Hey, there's nothing wrong with porn and in that sense, everything in moderation. There's really nothing wrong with porn then. But what happens is if you fucking end your night every night watching porn that's where the problem starts especially if you're a kid who's never had sex or a real relationship that's where the issues start to happen because you yeah. get this weird fucking all these drives in in uh, mechanisms in your body that are supposed to be geared towards like physical relationship with another human being are now being like sucked into this computer screen where you're watching two other people who aren't like they're literally physically aren't real in some cases, you know, two but other people and like five of their closest friends, you know, just hanging out. <laughs> just a totally normal sitch, you know, nothing T- crazy. Totally casual Friday, no pants. Uh. <laughs> but I think what happened to our generation was that we were the first ones that if you wanted to watch porn for six hours a night and new porn, you know, like you could you could never run out of porn to watch. You know, what we got happens? blindsided, man. Yeah, in the exactly. same way that that our grandparents' generation got blindsided by smoking. Oh, the yeah, doctors were yeah. like, "Yeah, it clears your lungs up. It clears your lungs up. Take a puff." Well, I, don't, I don't think anyone's doctor was telling them to watch porn when we were kids, but it, it is the same kind of way that nobody yeah. nobody saw it coming. Nobody saw it coming. Yeah. And well, even if you went to somebody, even if you got caught watching porn, the thing from the other generation, the older generation, would just be like, "Oh, porn! I know porn. It's like you know, a picture of somebody's badge and like two boobies, and not so bad." Like, no, you don't know the fucking porn that we're watching every <laughs> yeah, night, yeah. like every yeah. night. Have you heard of Bang Bros, dog? Dog. Because listen, checking, it's checking on this Bang Bros, and then come come back at me. You know what I'm saying? It says continue if you're 18 or older, but I always click yes anyway, bitch. Because <laughs> I'm I the fucking because to... I'm the big dog, dude. Because <laughs> the big dog is it's always been over 18. <laughs> yeah, I think um. So I think our like the our the previous generation they had the idea like porn's fine, you know, whatever, because they weren't they didn't have the access to it. And they didn't. They weren't like kind of sucked into it like we were, but I think our generation, like you're just talking about now, it's 
is definitely quickly coming around on the coming around on the fact that uh, <laughs> yeah, you get it. Uh, the fact that you can't just you know there is a problem. There is a an upper limit of what's what what you would even want to watch. You know. Yeah. And um, I think going forward, I think you're right. It'll be like smoke. Well, I don't know if it'll be like smoking so much. I think it'll be more like drinking, where it's like yeah, every once in a while it's fine. You know. But like, and every but once I in a while it's fine to get an, hammered. I, I wouldn't recommend that an alcoholic take a drink either. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah, like for, sure. for, for me personally, I'm not going to tell anybody to stop doing it. I mean, although I told my brother, I was like, hey, man, do whatever the fuck you want. But you're around the age that I started watching porn. And I highly recommend you just slowly roll right now. You know, just yeah, just yeah. chill, chill the fuck out. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fucking fine. It's going to be better this way. Trust yeah. me, because it wasn't better this way for me. I didn't, no. I didn't follow my own advice and or the advice I'm giving you. And it fucked yeah. me over. Yeah. yeah, and I don't. I feel like nobody was telling us that as kids. Nobody was telling us. Nobody that. knew. It was just, nobody knew right. to say that because who are we? Like it was just like the the boys that you went to school with. Like yo, dude, you like I watch porn. You watch porn? Yeah, porn's awesome. It's fucking crazy, right? Like I watch porn all the time. And it was like nobody was saying like, oh, well, maybe you shouldn't watch so much porn. It was like our parents, and nobody fucking listened to their parents anyway. Yeah, and why are you talking to your parents about porn? Yeah, well, if you get caught, that's the only thing I, I can mm. think of is if you get caught. Yeah. Otherwise, you're only talking about porn with like teenagers who are older than you or kids your age. You know. And, and the funny thing is, I watched this TED talk about um, about basically. I, I'll put it in the I'll put it in the show notes, but it was basically about how um, they were trying to find out the effects of porn on the brain, and they needed a uh, what is the word when they don't have uh, when they don't a have what's the word group. I'm looking for control group. Yes, you knew exactly what I was looking for. They needed a control a group of people dog. who of people who were not watching porn, like young males, and they couldn't find a single person. Yeah, and the guy was basically saying like that'd be like asking a fish if. If like like water is like what what's the deal with water and you'd be like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about you know because we're water? all just we, doing it we're all, yeah yeah or like yeah. it's like hey do you get, like we need to find a fish who's never been in water and it's like well what do you mean you know and I've experienced personally like I've told a few people I was like yeah you know I I, I kind of gave up porn I feel like it was probably a a negative uh, I think it was having a negative effect on my life. Um, and I've gotten a lot of, I've gotten not a lot of blowback, but the initial reaction from blowback. a lot of people is like, <laughs> uh, the initial reaction from a lot of people is always like, <laughs> I had this one guy, he was like, uh, really? But like how often? And I was like, that's not, that's not the, there's no other addict or something that has to like be like heroin, but like, let's get real. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> you say you stopped, but come on, bro. Like what? Saturday nights, Sunday nights? Like, uh, no, I'm no, <laughs> stop. Why are you trying to I mean, force me to do this? <laughs> I mean, until recently, man, it was like every day for like 10 years. Yeah. Like every day. Well, I've said Every this before, but maybe not on the show. I've said it to you, but I used to watch, I started watching porn when I was like seven and I would say... By the time I was 12, I was, like, watching it every night for ma- at least an hour. I mean, it was just, like, a hobby, you know? I was like, well, let's see what I haven't what, – what kind of porn haven't I watched yet, you know? Yeah, and, I would and just there's go always new videos. There's yeah. so much fucking oh, porn, So much. Dude. So, so much. Way too much. What is Alexis Texas up to today? I need let's to know. Let's find out. <laughs> oh, she had a handyman over? Let's see where this goes. Oh, she had a plumber last week. That went well. <laughs> this handyman is going to do her well. She, boy, she loves ordering sausage pizza. <laughs> wanky, wanky. <laughs> yeah, man. What do you think? But, uh, so I actually had to do a I, – I didn't have to. I did a project on porn because it was for my youth cultures class in Temple. And, like, the, the, the big segments of the class were learning about the punk movement of the 80s, hip-hop, 
and skateboarding and like something else i forget and i was like mm, none of these are issues that anyone gives a fuck about in in like real yeah. youth culture like you want to know a problem in youth culture today fucking porn that's a problem in youth culture so i did my project on it and uh so what do you think the the average age that a kid first watches porn i'm gonna say 12 the answer is 10 10 years Ooh, old is shit. the first age that a kid watches porn it's probably going to get younger and younger too, man. As soon as kids start figuring hmm. that shit out, it's going to be like seven in like a co- in like two years. Man, I don't know, man. Fuck, I I really feel like you don't think that shit's going to pass down through the grapevine and make it to first grade. The third graders know all about it, man. <laughs> they know all about it. They're telling everybody, man, and they're telling their younger fuck. siblings too. Hey, fuck, you know man. what my brother showed me? It's going to be seven, dude. Yeah, it's going to be so seven. I'm. It, it might be seven now. I think there's going to be like a refractory period. It might be seven now because it was like you know, the the older brothers in that scenario are are our age, you know, and they're like, huh, you want to see some shit? <laughs> oh, so creepy. Porn. You know what I'm saying? That, that's yeah. who it would be. But I think our generation is going to be the one to be like, uh, actually, that's not fucking cool, dude. Like, like you just said to your younger brother, like that's not cool, dude. Like, it's not really good. Like, okay, it it gives you a rush. You know, it's it 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 activates all these centers in your brain and releases all sorts of fucking chemicals and all that shit however it's it's just like a drug and it's going to do you harm in the long run and it's we're the older kids are going to stop telling the younger kids about that shit because how else as a kid do you find out about porn except a an older kid shows you that's how i first watched porn some older kid was like you want to see something it's so fucking creepy to think about anyway but i think that's going to stop once the older kids have this idea of like, oh yeah, porn is the shit, bro. Like I watch it all the time, you know. It, Once it's that's gone, dumb anyway. Yeah, and I think it's happening. Yeah. It's just probably slower than it needs to be happening. Well, Fuck it's happening it. I just, for me. I'm, I'm really, off the boat, man. I was I, on the, I was, I was on the the porn choo choo. I was on choo-choo. the porn train for like ten years, and then I was like, you know what? This is this is not a good. And I I didn't even feel good about it after a while. You know, there was there was like the the first like maybe six years. I'd say it's sort of like I'm oblivious. Porn is great. It helps. Me, you know, God, I, I love go to kitties. <laughs> oh man, I'm so sleepy afterwards. Um, but <laughs> but like more recently, I I've been like, oh man, what the? I just feel gross after you know after yeah. a, after you you finish watching porn, you just feel like oh god like. And for a while, man, it felt, it really did feel like I was like, this is a habit I'll never be free of. That's honestly how I felt. And, um, yeah, I haven't watched it in three months, dude. (laughs) Yeah, it feels awesome. It really does. Yeah, I I thought about uh, giving it up for good, but I always feel like, um, if you, if your attitude is like, uh, I can never do that again, just like, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, for example, their whole philosophy is, it only takes one more drink and you have to stop yourself from getting that one drink. So you end up going to meetings for the rest of your life and doing all that shit. And you're like, it's like this demon on your shoulder, your entire life, you know? And I don't really think that that's the healthiest way of dealing with something like that. So my approach was there's some under like underground, you know, under the surface shit that's going on that like, why do I even fucking watch porn? You know, why do I do that? Oh, because I'm yeah. bored, because I'm lonely, or because whatever. And, like, I should, if I fix that shit, I, it won't even come to mind. And now, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, bro? Come to my mind. Um, <laughs> but I would say I haven't, I probably haven't watched porn in maybe even longer than that because it just, I just am on to some other shit. There's just more interesting things in my life to do. 
and I'm not saying that in some kind of like superiority complex, but I think it's just healthier if you can get to that point. And that's why I was never like, I'd never wanted to be like, oh, I'm never going to do it, bro. Like I got to go cold turkey because it just puts, it still has a hold on you at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Not to say I'm not even I'm not even saying I'm not even saying never again. Right. I just don't feel like I'm at the point where moderation would like a moderate amount would even be healthy for me. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like for now, I just need to not I just need to not have that in my life. My stance is when I find a good reason to watch porn, I'll do it. But I just what's a good reason to watch porn? There are barely any, you know, Uh, when Obama's sex tape comes out. (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) And he's Uh, coming on the Constitution. He's like, I'm like, I knew it. I knew it this whole time. (laughs) He he just signs his name, Barack Hussein Obama (laughs) and big Hussein letters. Mm, Barack Obama. Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a porn name for Obama. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to. Barack Hard Obama. There we go. Boom. Done. Done. Barack. Done, dude. That's his porn star name. (laughs) Barack Hard Obama. Yes. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. Well, I think uh, that's as good a place to end as any. (laughs) (laughs) This has seriously been a conversation for our grandkids today because honestly, grandkids, don't watch porn, man. At least. Be careful. Watch be porn. Careful. Watch porn with a loved with a loved one. That's fucking creepy. Yes, now you're your holding very close, um, and you're both going, <laughs> "Oh man, oh man, this is just one of the many things we do together because we have a healthy relationship." <laughs> no, definitely. I think one one of the good reasons to watch porn is with uh, like a someone you're in a relationship with. That's reasonable, you know. It's, yeah, it's it gets, reasonable. Gets the juices flowing, all that kind of shit. So, hey, grandkids, if you want your juices to get flowing with your your significant other, <laughs> you want to carry on this them. line. However, don't make it a habit of watching porn every night for three hours, like your grandparents did, and we regret. So, also, if we're still alive by the time you're listening to this, give us give us the stats on you your. You better friends. knock. You better knock. <laughs> Knock first, and then tell us what your porn habits are, just for curiosity's sake. <laughs> yeah, well, this has been Conversations for Our Grandkids. Um, check next week's episode. We're going to have uh, all of the fun stuff about the contest that we did. We're going to thank everybody who left a review, and you're going to be the best. So, shit's up to you guys. Big dog out. <laughs> I feel better. I feel better, too, man. Y'all remember me, legendary lift eternally Loving me and pizzas cause they fit Reincarnation, screaming peace cause they fit When my squad face them, take them to places Take the face, then erase them and break them Lord, I'm up, down and wait and quick in the base Blast me, but never ask me to live a lie Am I wrong? Cause I wanna get it on till I die Now even if you blind, you can still see my prophecy My destiny to overthrow those on top of me You going through outlaws, busting, busting, we untouchable Expect me like you expect Jesus to come back. Expect me, I'm coming. <laughs>